Superheroes, another episode of the Superhero Academy podcast here with somebody who I realize I, this is a, today is the first day that we've met, yep. but it's amazing to think that I've seen so many of your videos, so much of your work over the years. Uh, Kosta Stoy, Stoyanov? Stoyanov. Yep. I, I kind of got it. Kind of got it. <laughs> I, that was good. Um, from Uplifted Life. Dot com. Um, well, thank you for coming out. Thank you for, hey, for, for you know, jumping in, literally diving into the deep end here oh, uh, in our first ever meeting. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, I've heard a lot about you, too. And it's like, uh, it's like, yeah, I mean, like, I know you, but I've never, you know, never face to face. It's all the videos that you've, that you've done. And uh, so, but it's, uh, so it's a pleasure to meet face yeah. to face. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's always a pleasure. Yep. Um, okay. So tell me, I know you've entered into the coaching world with essentially just slowly but surely building up over over time just a a base of clientele right before we repressed record you you started mentioning that now you've infiltrated this <laughs> this information is entering into corporations and the corporate world yep. uh businesses ceos that kind of stuff tell me a little bit more about who you are your backstory and a little bit more about like your methodology in the world of coaching i i think you bring a really interesting uh, perspective to the table and, and some of the videos that I've watched before and, and some of the information I've found on your website. Yep. But I would love to hear it from you. Just, yeah, what, what brought you to who you are today and, and some of the methodology you have now? Yeah, I think um, basically I was brought to this world. There's, you know, it's to the whole co coaching world. It started off with, um, you know, so I mean, formal background is a degree in psychology, degree in kinesiology. Been fascinated by what makes people tick. Like I've, you know, ever ever since I was a kid, it's like, why do people do what they do? It's like, what's going on inside? Why can one people, why, why can one person experience something alongside somebody else, and they both have a completely different, you know, um, experience, mm -hmm. but both of them are experiencing the same thing. And so that really got me um, interested in psychology. When I was young, I read a few books went, got a degree, stopped before my master's degree, long story, just didn't want to go down that route. I understand. You know, I was like <laughs> so boxed in, um, followed my second passion, which was the body. And quickly I realized, wait a minute, the mind body link. I mean, this, this, this is really important. Suffered all my life, um, with, um, uh, body image issues, weight, you know, weight issues, uh, had a stuttering problem, severe stuttering problem when I was a kid. Hmm. So it's, it's almost like life kind of piece by piece by piece by piece led me to do what I'm doing now. It's like, it wasn't, it was like, it was, this is the next logical thing. It's like life is calling me forward. Mm -hmm. I didn't quite know. I never would have expected to have a personal wellness and fitness company. It mm -hmm. was, you know, it was just like, you know, I suffered so much with, with weight issues and body image issues and not loving myself and wait a minute, like, I think I can show people, you know, what uh, allowed me to better myself and transform my life. Next thing you know, it's turning into a business and mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's turning into a very good business where I get to do what I love and help so many people. I did that for 10 years uh, after coming out of university, um, always being focused with, you know, what's, what's happening in your body is really happening because of what's happening between your two ears. Mm -hmm. I can give you all the diet, you know, uh, and you know, diet, nutrition, boot camp workouts. But if we don't correct the way that you see yourself and the way that you engage with yourself, mm -hmm. the relationship between you and you and the mm -hmm. way that you see the world, and the, you know, um, nothing is going to change. So a lot of the work that I was doing even back then was helping people just 
get their head on straight, to stop being their worst enemy, to stop sabotaging themselves, to start loving themselves, to start paying attention to their self-talk, the anxiety, the stress, because that was all being, you know, it was just being reflected in their body. So I would say 70% of the work that I was even doing as a personal trainer was all based on, you know, psychology, you know, the headspace stuff. Um, did that for 10 years and then coaching started to like coaching was calling me it's like i think this is what i'm meant to be doing uh, I, I wasn't turned off i'd turned on the way that i used to be uh by by the fitness stuff mm -hmm. it was more like sitting down and getting to know someone getting to get inside their head and helping them out that way and to make a long story short uh, a few things kind of happened to me that opened the door to just do like to just do coaching Mm. And at the beginning, I didn't even know what I was doing. It was like I was sitting, in, in, you know, in front of a, in front of someone who was basically being referred to me. He's like, "Go see this guy. He's kind of, you know, he's going to help you see clearly." A client would sit down. Um, I would just listen, and what would come through would be very helpful. It was amazing to hear me communicate all of this wisdom, and to, even from you, even from your own perspective, even from my own perspective, I was like, "Okay, like I mean." This is this is helpful. Like mm -hmm. this is helpful for me. If I mm -hmm. apply it to you know, if what's coming through and sharing and what I'm sharing with my you know with my client, there was no protocol. There was just let's sit down and talk and see what happens. Mm -hmm. And it's always been good of uh, I, I, I kind of like sizing things up and steering the person towards seeing things from a different perspective, from a much clearer perspective, from a more positive perspective. Mm -hmm. um, and I would just follow that. There was I would just sit down and say, you know what, I think something pretty cool is going to happen. Share what's going on and, <laughs> and we see where it goes. Next thing you know, um, one client refers me to another client, to another client. And it's just, I think this is what I, what I want to be doing. And I had to, you know, um, uh, tailor off the personal training mm -hmm. and jump and just do personal coaching. But to be honest, I didn't even know what to call myself. You mm -hmm. know, I didn't. I, like I had no business cards. It was just the people referring people to me. I would sit down and just open my heart really more than anything else. Hmm. And that next thing you know, uh, there's a lot of clients showing up. Next thing you know, there's people that are asking me, well, if, we, if, if I get a small group to come, would mm -hmm. you just share this stuff? I'm like, <laughs> All right. Can I bring my team and can then this and then it, it, it grows just further and it further just and further. mushroomed out. And, mm -hmm. um, the, and the same thing with the corporate world. Mm -hmm. um, I would sit down, somebody would refer me to you. Um, something wasn't quite aligning in your life. You heard about this guy named Costa. You, most people would sit down and like, I don't know what you do, but this is, this is what, and I, I swear, I mean, this is, that's, that's exactly the story. Every single time somebody would say, I don't know why I'm here. I don't know what you do, but I trust the person that referred me to you. So here, hmm. and we would just get to talking and I was, you know, begin the process of coaching them, uh, guiding them. And they would come up and we say, you know, the stuff that you're teaching me, can you teach it to my, to my wife or to my husband or to my kids? And that became, you know, the stuff that you've taught me has really been transformational. I think, the, you know, like I have this company, I, I, I would love for you to speak to my leadership core because I think this, this type of information is so powerful and so important. Mm. And next thing you know, I'm an executive coach. I'm a corporate coach and I'm bringing all these, you know, getting invited to speak here, to travel there and to get, you know, like to hold these workshops for companies. Hmm. And um, 
So what I love about it is it's, that it's calling. It has called me, so I can't take any credit for it. Yeah, what I love about it is that I think the the world of coaching, for me, has been kind of it's been bastardized in some ways. In in the sense that there's so many millennials who got into it more from the other perspective, which is like, oh, how can I be self-empowered, a digital nomad and work from home and like do all these things? And then like they start checking off the boxes and, and you know, putting X's on some of the other ones. And eventually they land on like, okay, maybe I can be a coach. Yeah. Right. And and I think that some people are definitely talented in doing that. Obviously there's phenomenal coaches out there. Sure. Um, but there are others who are just naturally brought into that. And if, and it feels like that's your story. And that's what I love about that is that people are naturally good at particular things and then bring those gifts into more and more, you know, they build parameters and systems and tools and a company and an organization, yep. but it all comes from a deep seated passion that's actually within you. Yep. Um, you know, for me that that's, that's how I identify with Subiru Academy. It's not like, I don't, I don't know that I'm the best teacher in the world. I just know that I'm incredibly passionate about certain things exactly. and that people respond to the way that I communicate and other people hate the way I communicate and that's okay too. It's you know okay. what I mean? Like yep. it, I'm not, I'm not meant to coach or mentor or support every single person in everything that they're doing, nor are you. Yep. But the, the point is that you get to share those gifts and, and it only requires a small number of people to have a real impact oh, yeah. and then, and have that impact just continuously, right. continuously it, grow. It's unbelievable. I mean, I can tell you stories where, I mean, what I'm living now, the, those seeds were planted five years ago mm -hmm. where I would, you know, coach someone five years ago that I, you know, just, just yep. op opened my heart and it was just, and, you know, five years later, they're saying, you know, I remember, you know, do you do what you do for, for, um, business execs? I'm like, yeah, I actually do. And next thing you know, you're yeah, because their life changes, but it takes time to change. And yep. then eventually they end up in a higher position at, right. some, at some job they, or whatever they, it is. They remember you. Yeah. And they are. attribute things to you. Yeah. Right. They attribute a breakthrough or, yeah. or a shift, right. Exactly. Uh, a shift from anxiety, depression, yep you know, a particular state, essentially, a state yep. of being right. to a new identity, to an identity that says, hey, I'm, I'll use your, your terminology, uplifted, mm -hmm. right? I'm, I'm empowered into this new state, and now I get to bring this to others. Right. Um, and, and so in a weird way, you, you, it, it's, it's, a, it's an ecosystem. Yep. And you use the word seeds planted because I, I, I attribute everything to back to an ecosystem. Mm. I believe that that's what we're, we're doing, right? There's every one of us has a different role in that ecosystem. And some of us are just there literally to be guides or mentors to others who have very specific missions or very specific, you know, growth patterns that they're going to play a very specific role in that ecosystem. Yeah. But what works for a man, a woman, a, an executive, a, a kid, all of those things have some fundamental principles in psychology, in the body, in the body-mind connection. So, yeah, power to you to, to just find a way, like, just to, to make this all happen. It seems like um, it seems like there's a lot of people <laughs> trying a lot harder than you are yeah. to try and break through. And not only have you been able to break through in the corporate world, but you've also broken through through the, through the team that surrounds you, the, I would say, the, the social world to some degree. We were just talking about... Um, you know, how the algorithms are favoring different, yeah. you know, content and how it's more difficult now to grow than it was before. But you were also able through your content, through the memes, through the videos um, to to bring this to more people on a, on a mass scale as well. So, you know, it's it's impressive. It's impressive. 
thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I, I mean, um, all credit goes to my team. I, yeah. I've been very blessed and surrounded, have some amazing talents, some amazing people mm-hmm. um, to kind of believe in this and stand beside me and help me create this. To be really honest, I mean, the camera petrifies me. It petrifies me forever. <laughs> I mean, I mean, from a guy who couldn't even pronounce his name, mm-hmm. like, you know. What else, uh, stuttering? Yeah, mm-hmm. massive amount of stutter, uh, stuttering to a guy who now can kind of say, can get him you know, up in front of a camera or in front of people and just share what he's passionate about mm-hmm. uh, has been a you know a giant leap you know, mm-hmm. uh, for me um, but it's always been you know what facing my fear doing what's calling me forward following my heart and if it helps one person it's enough I've never seen it as a business I've never even seen myself as a coach like mm-hmm. really I like I believe I, it. it was just hey you know what this stuff is really uh, helping me become the best version of myself. It's become. It, it's helping me uh, remain calm, remain you know grounded. Uh, it's helping me become kind. I'm a better father. I'm a better husband. I'm a better a son. Um, I'm a better brother. <clears throat> let me share. Mm-hmm. If it's helping me, I'm sure it's going to help someone else. Yeah. So let me just document this. Let me just get in front of a crowd. Let me just do what I'm being asked to do. Really, more more than anything else, it's like let me do what I'm being asked to do. Like you know, it sounds a little airy fairy. It sounds a little fluffy, but reality is my greatest accomplishment, really. You know, Mark, it's been get myself out of my own way. Mm-hmm. You know, get myself out of my own way. Don't you know? Get my expectations out. Don't see it as a business. Don't see myself as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. It's just like this is what is being asked of me. Let me face because that comes with a bunch of challenges and fears and insecurities. Mm-hmm. Let me face those. I know through that I'll be better version of, of myself. And in the meantime, if I help one person, awesome. Yeah. Right. Just let me play. Let me be myself. Let me enjoy my life. And if I make a little bit of money, fantastic. Right. Well, there's something beautiful about about what you're what you're saying there which is ironic because I, I if i'm honest with myself i don't feel like i've put out nearly nearly close to the real work that i know i'm going to do here yeah. and and it's weird to say because i know i've had success in what i've done but it's because i'm really good at lots of things but i'm actually really great or genius at very few things mm-hmm. right and and there's that genius zone is is difficult to stay in particularly when you start seeing the needles move on all these other other pieces and and so you're seeing like like you could have easily continued to scale your 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 um, coaching career from a from a body perspective right right? and being a personal trainer or anything like that right but instead you start to continuously move of like where is this really feeling the most powerful for me where am i having the most impact where is my most right my highest excitement and also where's my own edge and those two things generally are at the same place, right? Yeah, I think you're 100% right. Yeah, I, right I, I really believe that like the biggest work, the, the biggest impact I'll have is where I'm, I'm, I'm most afraid yeah, in, in the weirdest of ways, That's right? Yeah. And, and there's a reason why all these other things are meant to support us to get there. And I, I don't want to say there's a reason from the perspective of like, um, a dharma of a specific god or the universe, whatever you believe, right? Yep. Agnostic or not, believer, of, you know, of, of any religion or not. I just believe that there's something super, supernatural, I'll call it a superpower, yep. that we all have that guides us in this way. And I believe that as a counterbalance to that superpower, there's a super kryptonite that actually propels us in many ways in that same direction, <laughs> right? The yep. things that I, that I suck at, the things that I'm afraid of, the things that kind of incapacitate me, 
in some ways also become my, my biggest strength, yep. but vice versa. My biggest strengths are sometimes my biggest weaknesses. Yep. And my ability, for example, to manage a bunch of moving pieces and, and find all kinds of complexity and move that complexity into, and, and, and bring that all into one ecosystem, as successful as I've been at that, I actually believe it's been, uh, now, I've, over time, I realize it's actually a limiting force for the thing that I really want to do the most. Okay. And the thing I really want to do the most is make videos. Right. I really love storytelling. Right. It's by far the thing I love to do the most. Yeah. How that felt in some moments was like, oh, I like teaching, or I like this, and I like that. And those are all true, but really I like storytelling. Absolutely. And that's yep. the byproduct of storytelling is you can do, you know, you have success as a mentor, have success as an online school, so on and so forth. Yep. So. It seems like you're really good at at listening and and following your intuition. Would you say that's true? I think, I, yeah, I, I think it is. I when did you tap into that? I think as a kid. I mean, if I'm really honest, I've kind of had this 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 ability to just tune in, figure out what's good for me, keep it simple. I'm a real simple guy. I've always been really really simple. If it's too complex mm -hmm. for some reason, it's not for me. It might be for someone else, yeah. but it's not for me. Yeah. If it doesn't feel like play and it feels like work. It's not for me. It's always been my attitude. It's always like if I'm not having fun doing this, if it doesn't light me up, if it doesn't make, if it doesn't feel like I'm at flow, mm -hmm. then I'm not going to do that. Ironically, my thesis in university was on the power of flow by Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi, which is which is really really funny. Mm. But I mean, I've always felt like that. It's like I, there's. I'm I'm here for a finite time. I kind of figured that out when I was young. You know, like I'm playing this game called Costa. Mm -hmm. You know, for a <laughs> finite time. No matter what the world tells me, and I remember growing up with all kinds of impressions being put on me that it's hard and you have to suffer and you have to sacrifice and you have to do this and you have to... I never drank that Kool-Aid. It was like, wait a minute, it's not supposed to be this way. I'm, mm -hmm. It's supposed to be playful. It's supposed to be fun. I'm supposed to feel good. I mean, there's going to be a whole bunch of things in my life that are going to be challenging. Mm -hmm. Loss. You know, there's change grief, sadness, all those things are, are, are part of life. Mm -hmm. But I have the ability to choose certain things though. And what I do with my time, I get to choose. Mm -hmm. what, what I do as a career, I get to choose. How I get to see, you know, the way that I see the world, I get to choose that. Mm -hmm. I choose to see at least my world. And, and, and even know, how you respond to it. Yeah. yeah Regardless yeah, of what happens to the world, your response to the world exactly, is yours. Exactly, which is one of the fundamental teachings. Like shit's going to happen. You get to, you get to, you know, you get the privilege to choose the way that you will respond. The story, the narrative that you will overlay on what's happening is your superpower. Mm -hmm. And that's at, at the fundamental of what I share. It's like take responsibility, at least for the story that you're weaving because yeah. it's going to uh, create your experience of what's going on. Mm -hmm. And so for whatever reason, I, even as a kid, I kind of followed that flow. It's like, what feels good to me now? Mm. What doesn't feel good to me? I, you know, when I was in university, everybody said, you have to go, you're so good at what you do, go and get your PhD in psychology. For some reason, it just didn't feel right. It just didn't feel right. Go and get your, it just didn't feel right. I, I came out of university. I was overqualified, uh, you know, to work in my field. It felt good to go back into sales. I mean, long story, but it, went, it felt good to go back into sales and just kind of, you know, just, um, just, just get a job, talk to people. I, I, I would sell fitness equipment. You know, it was, I could have went in so many different directions. I chose to go sell fitness equipment. Mm. Next thing you know, a door opens that I can start my own company to be a personal trainer. 
It's hmm. like, oh, yeah, I mean, that's, that doesn't, I mean, that's incredible. So just being able to pay attention and to trust and to say, I don't know what's going to happen on the other side of this door, but this door feels really, really good. And I think to you, to, to your point, every door that I decided to, 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 um, to cross scared the shit out of me because mm -hmm. I didn't know what was on the other side. And I didn't know if, if I had what it takes to, to get the job done, let's mm -hmm. just say, but I just followed that. It just feels that this is the next logical step for me. And through those challenges, I grew, but through the, you know, but, but through walking through that door, I, I found my flow. Mm -hmm. It was like, this is what I'm meant to be doing. This is what life wants of me. Yeah. It wants me to grow mm -hmm. and it wants me to contribute. Mm -hmm. And every single time, that's what I've kind of paid attention to. Will I be able to grow? Will this challenge me? Will this make me face my fears? Will mm -hmm. this make me uncomfortable? But is it exciting at the same time? Does it talk to my heart and, and to my soul? It's like, yeah, then I'm going right there. Will it, it allow me to touch at least one person's life yeah. with what I'm producing as, uh, as content or the information that I'm sharing or the product that I'm going to put together? Does this have the ability to contribute to someone's life? to yeah. make them go from a space of contraction to a space of lightness and openness. Will it solve that person's problem? Mm -hmm. And by doing that, what is the ripple effect of that? That's, that's all that I pay attention to. Like if I have a conversation with you, I'm hoping that after this conversation, you're going to, again, if it happens great, if it doesn't, it's great. But can I leave this space with leaving it lighter than when I got in? It's like, you know, and then if that, if that's, if that's done, then great. Mm -hmm. My job is done. That's all that I cared about. Hmm. You know, and it just led me to where I am and just paying attention, and, hmm. but keeping it simple. If it seems too complicated, I stay away. Yeah. If it does. That's where you and me diverge. Yeah. I know. Uh, but I'm, but I, but in the worst of ways, I would say, yeah. like for me, yeah. I'll, I'll say for myself is I feel like most of a lot of my identity was wrapped up in the world has to be on hard mode. Okay. Yeah. Right. And I would say I'm still deconstructing that at this moment, which is. I mean, that is e a huge paradigm. Sorry to interrupt. It, like, it, I mean, of course. I mean, like, you know, if you want to succeed, you got to suffer. It's hard. It's tough. It's a grind. It's a hustle. Yeah. And, I, and I'm just incredibly wrapped in, wrapped in that it. in that conditioning. Right. And I think it's partially because of like the way that my parents had to hustle. Yeah. And, and I would say had to in certain scenarios. Like I do believe that at different times of, of different periods of time, there are different energies that are that are required to move through those different periods of time, right? Yeah. Like if we're in a time of war versus a time of peace, there's different energy that needs yeah. to be exuded by the people 100%. to move through those different situations. Right. And and so there's there's life happening, you know, to you, there's life happening for you, and then there's life happening through you, right? The the component of there there is certain things that do happen to you and there are do certain things that do happen for you as well. But how, how it happens through you is really what I'm hearing you're saying, mm -hmm. right? And, and, and I used to hear the word flow mm. and, and like ha hate it. <laughs> I, ha I hated people who would tell me this. And I have like best friends yeah. who run a school called The Art of Flow and like all the things that like – and one of my clients was, was um, uh, Jamie Wheel, yeah. right, in a Flow Genome Project. Yeah. Like I, I would hear this yeah. and, I, and I'm an empowered – I've, I've – been self-employed since I'm 18. I'm 31 now. Okay. I've been empowered in many ways, but I've been empowered mainly through my ability to turn my kryptonite, essentially my anger into fuel to build the dam that controlled the flow. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, so there's a difference, right? Yeah. There's a difference within, within 
I can muscle my way to the top. I can muscle my way and top, meaning my own top, my own mountain that I'm climbing. Or I can just like flow my way through life. And either way, either way, I'm, I can choose whether it's going to be easy or feel easy mm -hmm. or it's going to be hard and feel hard. Right. And yep. it's not to say that there's not going to be easy stuff and there's not going to be hard stuff, no matter how I choose to weave it or how I choose to perceive it, let's right. say. But I've just been wrapped in the identity of hard. Yeah. And somebody said this to me the other day. They're like, why is it that you think life has to be lived on hard mode? Great question. And it was a very good question. This is my friend who's an artist here. His name is Jeremy. He's the guy who made that just do it sign over there. Yeah. He, he, you know, he, he's what I love about him is he doesn't think a thousand moves ahead and it's not because he's not capable of it it's not because he's not smart or intelligent nor is living life and flow it's just it's actually just simpler it feels easier and it has more joy and lightness to it when you can really move down to the now um and no matter how many now watches i wore on my wrist i used to wear it every day it it's one thing to cognitively know something mm -hmm. it's another to experience it or to embody it 100 percent and identify with it. And yeah. that's that's where I think I've struggled uh, a ton personally. Yeah, I think again if I take my story, yeah. And, I, and how, how do I how do I how did I synthesize my experiences from my past that make me see the world this way? Mm -hmm. You know, my father suffered so much like a, you know, like an immigrant boy arrives in Canada with a little t-shirt in the middle of winter in Calgary, you know, <laughs> minus, you know, minus 36. He's coming from a, you know, from Turkey, mm -hmm. immigrating, you know, just trying to, you know, find a job just to, you know, just to make it, mm -hmm. um, making it all the way to becoming a, an entrepreneur, right? Mm -hmm. so, to make a long story short, owning restaurants, grinding it out, working like a madman for the uh, Canadian dream, right? I mean, I mean, mm -hmm. like, I mean, to make it and realizing that he sacrifices so much, yeah. but yet he's not happy. Mm -hmm. sacrifices so much to have a certain lifestyle mm -hmm. yet he misses out on his children growing up um mm -hmm. alienates his wife i mean there's i mean it's just he was going just I mean, a product it of just it a was product a product of the sacrifice that he chose what, that he had to make this is what he, he was a soldier of life exactly uh, in, it was in, like in a, every sense of the word you get dropped in this is your paradigm this is what you got to do you got to grind it out right yeah. but the more money he made the less happy he became the more money he made the more money he wanted Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, sacrificing his happiness, right? Just seeing him go through that all to declare bankruptcy and had it all taken away from him, right? Mm -hmm. And Through a financial crisis or uh, just something, just no fault of his own necessarily? Just, I mean, I, I, I mean, would probably mid, mid, say uh, a mix of both, right? Yeah. You know, it's just bad. And life and yeah, the universe. And life and universe, bad choices, <laughs> shit happens. Mm -hmm. This is, I mean, you just yeah. got, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, seeing that kind of allowed me to, to have a bigger picture of what life was all about. Like I, I, I saw going from nothing to having a, a little bit of something as yeah. a family yeah. and not necessarily bringing us together, mm -hmm. not necessarily making us happier. Yeah. So, so that somehow stayed in the back of my mind. Yeah, it sounds like a Jim Carrey story when he spoke about his dad, who was an accountant. It just remind—I don't know why okay. it reminded me of that. That's, but it, I think it's a common story. Yeah, I mean, particularly a... for people in your age group. Like I just, and, and even in my yeah. age group, like I, I think I'm, I, there's a tail end to that. Mm -hmm. That that period of time that was like work hard, super, you know, whatever, super tough. Yeah. Um, I still feel like I've got those genes baked into me, yeah. but I don't know that everyone 
had that same experience. Yeah, but I mean, but I, I hear your I mean, you know, those, your story. Those, I really relate those to Those jeans got knocked out of me because, you know, as much as I saw what my father went through and what we went through mm-hmm. as a family, mm-hmm. even through the down to the up to the down, mm-hmm. when I realized that there was no happiness you know, when it was, you know, when you're looking for happiness on the other side of success, you will never find it. When you're looking for happiness on the other side of money, you will never find it. When you're looking for happiness on the other side of one day I will have enough to feel safe, you will never have it. Well, I mean, <laughs> even the fact that I knew this, mm-hmm. I still followed in my father's footsteps, right? Yeah. I still had the gene of fear, sacrifice, you know, just go and grind and make and, you know, build up a nest egg for your future. Um, what, what ended up happening was I, I, in 2008, when the markets fell, I lost everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, seeing what my father went through, you would think that I would know not to sacrifice time away from the family. I did exactly that. I was grinding and hustling to bring, to bring my personal training business to the next level. And it was coming in. I like think a, it's a very natural thing to do, particularly as a, as a male. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I just feel like it's part of the but provider again, mentality that we were told to do in some way shape or form but, but i'm not saying it's serving us no I'm just it's saying... not it's it's that my it's the mental construct right yeah. we, we buy into it yeah and unbeknownst to us we just fall right into it like we would like it's there and you're and you're living right through it mm-hmm. and i lived right through it you know like for the first two years i was hustling and grinding and i didn't even see my you know my daughter's first two years i was mm. hardly home my wife was like am i a single mom like what's what's going on and she was complaining that we didn't have family family time to, you know together, and I was saying, "Look, but I'm doing this for you." Yeah. The same language that my father would use, right? Mm-hmm. Like, who am I doing this for? Don't you want a house? Don't you want us to buy the house? And, and my wife was, "We can stay here. It's no problem. I want to have you. I don't have you. You're not you're not fun to be around. You're always stuck in your head. Even if you're not working and you're here, you're not here. You're actually back at work. You're always preoccupied by something." Mm-hmm. And I didn't hear it. Like I, which was the same thing was what, what was going on between my mom and my dad. Well, my wife and I came close to a divorce. Mm-hmm. You know, those red flags, you know, I mean, I, I saw tons of red flags that I was going in the wrong direction, right? I, I, I was doing what I was, what I loved. Yeah. I loved the personal training stuff. I was on, you know, I, I was aligned, mm-hmm. passionate, and I was contributing. You couldn't get better than that. And I was making money. Yeah. It was great. But That's I, where I'm at now. But I was doing it with the wrong energy. Mm-hmm. I was doing it with this tightness, with this warrior. Like I gotta provide. I gotta do. I gotta. This is my. This is my mission. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That made. I mean, because when you when you bring that energy into the world, that tightness. Even you're doing it. Even if you love what you're doing, it's the energy that lays the imprint, right? It's like that tight energy will bring more tightness. Mm-hmm. That contracted, that heavy, that warrior energy will give you more wars to fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just, it's a reflective oh, universe. When, 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 I, when, I you're, when everything look, when all your problems look like nails, and, yeah, yeah. and then you only have one, one you option. You become a right? hammer, man. Yeah. You know, so, and so, you know, it took the 2008 crisis mm-hmm. to knock the shit out of me, to go from a, everything that I tried to do to feel safe, make money, you know, everything just fell apart. It was mm-hmm. unbelievable, you know, went with, I think we had less than $20,000 in the bank. You know, we were just contemplating whether we'd sell the house. Like, I mean, there's, I mean, I, I'm just telling you my, my story. For me, that was 
oh my god right mm. what's happening to someone else that might be like dude you had twenty thousand yeah. dollars in the bank what are you complaining right totally. but in that moment in time that was yeah it was disaster the end of the world. It, it was the end of the world mm. but through that i realized i i was i was able to snap out for some reason and to look back and say wait a minute this is the same thing that my dad did this is this is my program i'm putting in so many hours i'm grind i'm grinding but i'm not really really happy I'm not flowing. I'm not playful. This is serious stuff. And mm -hmm. I, I don't believe like I now, especially now, I don't believe that life was meant to be serious. We made, we make it serious. Mm -hmm. And I, I, now more than ever, do I know that if you're not playful and if you're not open, if you're not light, you're not going to tap into your genius. You're going to be okay yeah. that you won't tap into your genius for sure. You're not definitely not, not tapping into your intuition. And so to me, it was just, let it just let it go the price wasn't you know the sacrifice wasn't worth it mm -hmm. and so i just said to myself no nah, man we're gonna we're gonna regroup here this is a massive life lesson mm -hmm. and you know I, I i still continue to do what i did but the beauty of it meaning like you know continued personal training mm -hmm. you know building the business but i found pleasure in just not even thinking about how i was going to build it just having pleasure being with my clients having pleasure being, um, you know, f being in that apartment that we had, not yeah. even caring Grace about the house. And gratitude that comes Yeah, just with it all. E exactly. It was just get back to the basics. Mm -hmm. And that's where the whole thing about back to the basics, right? I've really built my life now going forward around those simple, simple teaching, simple basics that ground you. And it's like... So what are, what are those basics? I, mean, I, I would love to hear some. I mean, so exactly what you just said, right? I mean, if you can't find... Um, the pleasure and the beauty where you are, you're not certainly not going to find it when you have more stuff, mm -hmm. right? If you've met your basic needs, right? And, and you're not, you know, again, you know, uh, worried where the next paycheck is to put food on the table. Mm -hmm. You know, if, you know, if those basic needs are met, the rest of it is just. Yeah. But for me, the problem is I'm not worried about the next paycheck, but then I invest so that I'm back to worried about the next paycheck. Right. Do you get what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's not, I'm so used to a fight or flight response. Right. I'm just so good at it. Yeah. Realistically, sure. that's what I mean. Not genius. Yeah. That's not where I'm going to do my best work. Yeah. I'm good at it. Yeah. I'm so good at dancing that dance and yeah. being in the fire, essentially being in the trench, in the war. Yeah. That's familiar to you. Uh, it's, it's, it's all that I know. Yeah. It's all that you know. Right. And, and I don't, I've experienced the other element and I've built things that do flow yeah. in certain moments. I've been in that path. Valhalla is an example, how Superhero Academy came up to being, even the masterminds that we started to run. Yeah. There's certain moments where I've been right in that lane. It's hard for me to distinguish what got me there and, and what I was doing or not doing or yeah. who I was being or what I was identifying with, what brought all those things to the table. But at the end of the day, I know for a fact that this is my, like everything you just spoke about, right? My ability to like feel that joy and that pleasure. If I'm being really honest, I, I love doing this. I really do. Yeah. But particularly this, and this is why I'm like, okay, I have to do this every week. It has to be in person. Like there are certain things that are like now becoming non-negotiables for me. Yeah. And it's because this, and people ask me all the time, like, oh, are you monetizing your podcast? I'm like, nope, I have no, I don't care. All I care about is having this conversation. Yeah. And I know that I, I want it to work. Yep. That's the, that's the only other thing. Yep. I just want it to work. Yep. I don't want it to, I don't care how many people are listening. I don't really pay attention to those numbers. I just want the, the equipment 
to actually function to yep. be efficient. Yep. That's my that's my ask, yep. right? But I know that the fact that I struggle with this machine, I know that the fact I have all these little tech glitches every once in a while, like I'm able to tech one step forward, but then uh, you know two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back. I'm still moving. I'm still trending in the right direction. Yep. But I know for a fact that you are totally correct that if I bring that tight energy, then I have little wars that I have to fight all the time. Yep. But I, I honestly do not know how to fully invite grace, surrender, playfulness, all those things. I, I, I told people for the longest time for a few years, and I'm recovering now much, much better than I was even a year ago, two years ago. I literally forgot what it was like to, to experience joy. Mm. Like I could not feel like I make a video and I, I, I hate it. By the time I want to publish it, I'm like, eh, it's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I can't, yeah, yeah. I can't necessarily get there in all moments of of my life. Yeah. For me, psychedelics is a massive way of like pattern interrupt. It's like, it's my version of a 2008 crash on a regular cadence at this point. Yep. Um, not like not abused or anything like that, but just it's it it it's my reset button. Sure. Because it's all I know. It's mm -hmm. the only tool. It's the only thing that I've ever come across that has been that effective. But. I know that that's very limiting. I know that there's daily practices or little things that I can do. It's hard for me to build those habits in certain moments, mm. but, but I know that this is my, my edge. Yeah. So for anyone who's listening to this, and I think a lot of people who listen to this, people who resonate with me, therefore have, want to be kind of like me sometimes. And if they want to be like me, they have to understand that there's, there's, there's the hero side of that. There's beauty in what I've been able to accomplish. There's also the downside of that. So what would you say, I would love to hear just more about the specifics of some of the basics that you, yep. that you outline in, in, in your genius and, and the well, things that you've discovered about yourself and your own journey. Well, to me, I, I, I just go back to that, right? Where I've come to know, it's not even a belief. It's like, yeah. it's like I know through my own experience that yeah. nothing good will get created out of, out of contraction. Hmm. No, nothing good. Yeah. You know, so um, momentary contraction. Right? Sure. Like I have to just, I mean, there's, there's danger. There's something I have to protect myself, survival, you know, you contract, do something, yeah. you know, um, stress is not a problem. Prolonged stress is a problem. Nothing mm -hmm. good will come out of that. Right. Mm -hmm. Biologically, neurochemically, I know that I'm not thriving when I'm contracted, when I'm stressed out. I know that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I've made it primary, but uh, like, um, um, uh, that's the real estate that I want for my life as much as I can. When I have a choice, yeah. I want to be able to snap out of it and remind myself to go towards lightness, openness, ease, flow, playfulness. That's the state that is primary real estate for me, mm -hmm. for my life. So I've conditioned myself to, to become aware when I'm going in the opposite direction and to tune in, right? Tune mm -hmm. into my body, tune into my breath. Mm -hmm. Am I back here again? <sighs> Have I lost it again? Am I serious? Are my eyebrows going down? Is my facial expression turn, turning serious? Mm -hmm. You know, is, is my heart beating? So I tune into my body and I realize that if I'm going in that direction and there's no lions, no tigers, no fire, no nothing, I'm heading in the wrong direction because nothing good, life has shown me that nothing good will come from that. Mm -hmm. Unless there's a danger, it's just mental. Yeah. And I need to get into that space where I can choose to go into the other direction because I know now, I know for sure, you know, that all good will come from those states. Mm -hmm. So it's like almost like, you know, like you're going into the black hole. You can feel yourself, you go into the black hole. 
and you feel, as soon as you get too close, you're going to get pulled in and, and, yeah. and you're gone. I managed to kind of train myself to say, as soon as I get too close, I'm not trying to avoid any black holes, right? This is yeah. not like la la land. There's going to be stuff that are going to you know, drag me in. But, but before I get in too deep, can I reverse thrust and get out? Because mm -hmm. I know that this is not where I want to be going. I will not be the best version of me. Mm -hmm. You know, no matter what solution, no matter what problem I'm trying to solve. So speaking of contractions here and there, your iPad fills up and you got to take it over uh, again. Okay. So you, here's where you were at. Yeah. You were, you, you talked about the, you know, being in a state that, that, ha that has to feel playful, fun, open, light, all that stuff. And you were just transitioning into kind of a second, yeah. a second phase of, of yeah, and I would what probably that say brings. It has to, like I choose it. Fair. You know, you know, it's one of those things. I get to design a certain part of my life. Yep. So I choose to design my life that way. Mm -hmm. There's those other uncontrollable shitstorms that are going to come, right? Sure. And then even when those shitstorms come, I still have to be the calmest, most grounded, most open, most light version of myself. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm going to be that, like that right away when, as soon as the shitstorm comes. Of course. But then I need to create that space where I re remember again, right? Be mm -hmm. Become aligned with the truth. Mm -hmm. That if I'm contracted, even in an emergency situation, I'm probably not going to perform the way that I need to do. I'm probably not going to make the best decision. So in w one way, shape, or form, I need to just gather my shit, be calm, be open, be light, surrender, do what I need to do, because those are the states that will be the most effective, right? So between stimulus and response, there's that space, you know, that, that quote, famous quote, you know, it's been accredited to Viktor Frankl, but apparently it's not mm -hmm. him, right? But, you know, it's like between stimulus and response, there's that space. And we have the, the ability to choose our response, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and that book, um, Man's Search for Meaning, was a, was a pivotal book for me uh, on, on, on how that our superpower is not trying to control the externals. Our superpower is just waking up and saying, stuff is going to happen. I get to overlay a meaning over what happened. I get to interpret it and define what happened. And by the quality of my definition, the way that I choose to interpret it, I will either close or open. I choose to open. Mm -hmm. And that's been my re religion. I mean, I just kind of just, just keep it simple. Shit's going to happen. I need to remain the most open, the most positive, the most neutral, the most kind, the most loving, right? If, if you dump all over me and I contract, I just lost. But yeah. if you dump all over me and I say, wow, that sucked, I contract a little bit, but then I remind myself that these are the things that are going to happen in my life to test me to remain open, <laughs> Mm -hmm. which doesn't mean be naive. It just means, or of no, just know, like choosing a, how you, de how you yeah, respond to it. Right. It's, a, it's, it's, it's an, it's choosing to act versus react. Right. I, I can, you know, like I can be the most kind and loving and gentle and peaceful person. I can still tell you to back off. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't have to be contracted to tell you to back off. Mm -hmm. And so that's been my practice. And through that, you know, I, I can't even explain the beauty that life um, brings to you, mm -hmm. the synchronicities. The magnetism the, that comes with yeah, it. Yeah, it's just, again, I don't want to overuse that word flow, but things come to you mm -hmm. rather than you hustling to run after them. They just, doors keep on opening. And yes, you have to, you know, you have to work, but the energy by, by which you work is still open and playful and all that kind of stuff. Um, you still put, you, you know, you're going to do your 12 hours, mm -hmm. but you are inspired. You're pulled into that. You're not grinding it. And you, you're not bringing this warrior 
version of you to those 12 hours. You're just enjoying the journey. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's totally. like, and I've seen it in my life. I've seen it in the life of the entrepreneurs and the executives and the businesses and the corporations and the clients that I've been blessed to, to, to interact with. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things that it's, it, it's hard to imagine works until you experience it. Sure. And then you're like, maybe there's a new way of doing things. You know, like uh, uplifted life is uplifted life, a new way of being. Mm -hmm. That's the new way of being, is being aligned. Mm -hmm. And when you are not aligned, it's always going to be a struggle, right? I, I can give you a, you know, a Ferrari, and if those four wheels are misaligned, it's worth nothing. It's worth nothing. Mm -hmm. The, the journey is not going to be a pleasurable one, right? Yeah. And so I kind of based my, my, my life's philosophy around remaining aligned to certain, to some of those basics. So what, what tools do you use? Like what, like you mentioned a couple of things, obviously somebody who's listening to this yep. astutely is mentioning, you mentioned your breath. Yep. I'm imagining part part of your work is breath work or other things like that. And it, it could be a personal practice. It could yeah. be something you teach other people. Yeah, but I mean, what, would, I, what would you say are some of like the key tools that you use to, to go from, you know, back, back to the black hole reference yeah. from going Reverse over here to, whoop, you know what I mean? And, and, yeah. and, and finding a way out or, or sometimes using the black hole to spin around and, and get catapulted in the other direction kind yeah. of thing too. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, sure. so there's, there, there's different ways of looking at it, but the, what, yeah, what would you say are some of the life hacks tools? I know that those are buzzwords, but no, no, I mean, would you, yeah, yeah. and they're exactly that. So one of those, you know, uh, mind hacks mm -hmm. is to recognize that the, my behavior, the way that I feel is the byproduct of a mental construct, mm -hmm. right? Something happened. I overlaid a meaning over that. Now, if that, if I, the way that I'm choosing to look at something is causing the way that I'm feeling. So right away, I'm going, one of those hacks is if I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling right now and I want to go towards lightness and peace and this is, what is the mental construct? What story did I just weave? So I kind of get back into that space mm -hmm. where I can become aware. There's, there's my reaction, mm -hmm. my response, but then there's a, mon there's a mental construct that's in the way. Take a look at that mental construct. What did I just do here? So in other words, take responsibility for the way that I'm feeling. Because yeah. the way that I'm feeling right now is not, it's not because of the situation. It's the byproduct of my interpretation of the situation. Mm -hmm. And it's cliche. We've heard that before, right? But it's like, how do you get into that space mm -hmm. where you can actually... So to me, it's like, I kind of see these screens going up, right? It's very interesting. It's like, it's like, oh, look at me. Like I'm starting... First, it's like I can feel it inside my body. Mm -hmm. So what is that lens that, that that's right up in front of my face? face now what is that mental construct that i'm working through mm -hmm. and if i can catch it in time before i go through it i could diffuse it it's mm -hmm. like, oh look this is what i'm doing with the situation i'm personalizing it i'm not understanding that this person is the way that they are it's not it's not personal it's that they're coming from their space or this is happening i don't want it to happen but if i resist it nothing's gonna you know nothing good is gonna come from here what can i learn from the situation mm -hmm. like this shitstorm is coming it's coming how so my choose to look at it as how am I about to level up here? I'm going to learn something here for sure. Mm -hmm. So it's just to get into that mindset, like where I set, to where I set my mind, mm -hmm. and to be able to 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 create that space where I get to choose my response. So I I would probably, you know like one of those mind hacks is that breath. Mm -hmm. As soon as I see myself you know breathing from up here or getting losing playfulness, making it serious, I regroup. Mm. I kind of just stop. Yeah. You know, and, but that takes practice. 
Yeah, but it takes discerning, knowing when knowing when, when to push, when to not, yeah. when to stop, it, when to slow down. And, and it's the other side to that is like I I value mm-hmm. my peace. Mm-hmm. I value my time here. Yeah. I don't want to play this game this way. Yeah. I know that that's just a narrative that we that it's easy to buy into. I'm not buying into this narrative. And so I value the opposite of this. Mm-hmm. So because I play this over and over again, well, that's the way you kind of play life. It's like, you don't, I'm not going there. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to go there. Everyone else can go there. I'm, I'm, choo- I'm choosing not to play the game that way. I'm choosing not to get o- o- overwhelmed. I'm choosing not to get tight and stressed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, I, how would you go, how would you say, how would you say that you are capable of discerning those different states? Like what are the tool, like what are the ways that you, I guess it's a feeling at the end of the day. It's just, it's just recognizing the feeling. It's knowing the difference between light and contracted. Being able to see that contrast right. probably is very helpful, right? That's huge. And the other part to that is like, I know, so again, just, just a little bit of awareness, right? If I'm tight, yeah. how am I going to make you feel? Mm-hmm. Chances are I'm going to make you feel tight. Yeah. If I'm coming at what I'm coming at with all this aggression, yeah. the ripple effect that I will have on the people around me will be a reflection of that. Yeah. So I care about the energy that I bring into the world. Mm-hmm. Right. So that kind of reminds me, it's like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> like I could justify my anger. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it makes me feel good. Yeah. But if I take a look around, what's happening with my daughter, with my wife, with my dog, with my parrot, with my friends, with my employees, it's not benefiting anyone. When I tighten up, everyone else tight, tightens up. Yeah. If I want the best from, for them or from them, yeah. am I going to get it from a space of contraction mm-hmm. when they're like this? No. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, so again, it's that reset button, right? Remember to, re- like, you know, like. So uh, let me, let's, speaking of reset button, one second. Isabel. Your, your stuff is uh, in the entrance here on the top on the shelf. Uh, you mean downstairs? Yeah, downstairs here. <laughs> Somebody came to pick something up. This, this, this is the thing. This is the work. Um, <laughs> this is the work. You get to practice. For me, for me this is the work. No, you, for real. You get but to the, practice right absolutely, now. Absolutely, absolutely. It's right. Yeah, it's just right there on the top. No worries. Um, I knew you were looking for it. Um, but it's, it, is, it is that reset button. And, and then for me, because I've known that I can like hijack that reset button on a particular given moment, what I'm doing is I'm living through a state for a longer period of time versus being able to like hijack the, the smaller moments of it. And I'm good. Like, look, I can catch myself here and there in yeah. certain moments, but I feel like I enter into bigger trends in certain uh, seasons. I would say almost like three month trends. It seems like I, I might have. Um, it's just getting better and better and better at discerning those things, understanding the nuances of one state versus the other state, yeah. one reaction versus the other reaction. And then I think the the harder part for me is when it's in connection. So it's harder, it's easier for me to know when it's my own bullshit. Okay. Because I'm, I'm the only person in the equation. Right. Right. So there's no, it's like, I feel this way and... There, I can't blame anybody else. I might blame a piece of equipment. I might do whatever. I know all of that is just my need for wanting something else and not getting it that way. And then knowing, and when I was young, maybe my response was to complain. 
or maybe I was taught to complain and that was, oh, I can complain and struggle and I'll yep. struggle through it and eventually I'll get to the other side and I'll have the relief of that too, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So I'm addicted to the, to the low and to the high yep. of, those, of both those states, yep. right? The struggle, the complaint and the high of the relief yep. because the contrast to For that sure. Yep. is something that we also get addicted to, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so part of what I'm hearing, and I think it is, again, a subtle piece of what you're saying is, it's also when you said, I agree with, or I, I want and I bring in and I know that I can attract and create space for peace, that is a way of, of it's not a way of being high all the time. I think there's a misconception in the way that people perceive those things. It's not just a high and where all the things are, it's only good, 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 good. It's actually more neutral. Yeah. It's more like I'm in this, this vehicle of sorts. I'm, I'm, I'm traveling down this path, but I'm not necessarily driving and I'm also not not driving mm-hmm. in a weird way. I'm participating in, in the experience of it all by watching things move through the, the windows out the side Sometimes I'm moving faster, sometimes I'm moving slower, but how you choose to be in it all is peaceful. Yeah, and I, I, there's, there's things that I do affect, yeah. and there's things that I don't affect. Of course. And so the things that I don't affect, I'm going to remove my energy from there yeah. from there, because mm-hmm. that's useless. Yeah. And it took me some time to realize that. Is that a form of stoicism of sorts? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it, again, one of those basic teachings, right? You yeah. put your energy on things that you can't control. You're going to be one frustrated SOB, right? I mean, yeah. that's, that's, life is going to bend you. You're not going to bend life, right? Yeah. And so, but then there's the other part where there's, there's, the, the, there are things that I can do. There are choices that I can make. That will that will increase the probability of good happening in my life. Yeah. Right. Not guaranteed. Yeah. You know, it's not like you know a hundred percent. It, but it, probability. I, probability. Yeah. It's all about probability, right? Chances are that if I'm nice to you and you're having a good day, you're gonna smile back and you're gonna be nice to me. You yeah. might not, but hey, you know what? At least I know that if I come at you and you know it, with negativity and aggressivity, probability that you're going to snap back at me, right? I control that. Yep. So I'm going to try my best to remind myself of that. Like if I were to have a tattoo on my forearm, I would just have this, you know, remember to remember. Mm. Just remember. Remember some of those basic fundamentals, right? Mm-hmm. What you put in is going to... funny. Be- I wrote this exact thing today, but I didn't write it as remember to remember. I wrote uh, plan to plan. <laughs> that was my, that was my like, yeah. I, I wrote an article today just out of the sake of, of writing something and I'm, I'm part of... I'm doing a kind of a PR tour of, of content right now. Yeah. And one of the tips that I wrote that, you know, people can can find a way to step into their own, you know, leadership is to plan to plan. That that it's not about what you plan necessarily. I can speak about that a ton too, but but just even the notion of planning is is helpful. But again, that that's that's mainly from a state of doing, not from a state of being. Right? Remembering to remember is kind of a different but again, right? Remember to plan, right? But yeah. then if, when things don't go to plan, yes, right? Yeah. Who are you when they don't go to when plan? Go to plan yes. That's what I care about. It's like, yes. what happens? Plan. Yes. Have of a course. preferred outcome. Uh, absolutely. Right? Because, I mean, I get to choose which way I'm going to bring my life, right? Yeah. I mean, there's those choices that I, that I you know, um, want to exercise. Mm-hmm. But then what happens when things don't go to plan? Who yeah. do I become? Mm-hmm. So I've just valued who am I? as I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. When I talk to leaders or executives, it's like, I love what you're doing, but if you're doing it with a bunch of tight energy, 
you are not a success. You are not in alignment. You're yeah. not part of the solution. Yeah. Like, you know, you could be feeding 50 people. Yeah. But if you're a jackass doing it or you're tight doing They're it. They're going to hate you for it in the same or, way. I mean, somewhere down the line, yeah. it's not going to give you the results that you want. Yeah. It's just cause and effect. They won't have the loyalty. If there's a crash, they're not going to work with you through that crash. They're not... They're just going to leave because they're just there for another reason. Right. It's like, you're satisfying again, a base need, but not a higher end, like a Maslow's hierarchy of needs, if you want to see it that yeah. way. Yes, you're paying them a salary, so they're here now because that covers their costs and their whatever, but you're not satisfying these other needs that right. they would stick with you if, if, if there was some you know turmoil or, or motion in the ocean kind of right. thing. Right. Look, look at the long-term yeah. effect. What seeds am I planting? Yeah. You know, like we are experts at planting, at hustling, you know, yeah. at planting cucumber seeds, right? Mm -hmm. Going crazy, plant, 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 right? 18, hour, 18 hours a day grinding it, planting cucumber seeds, you know, praying for, you know, you know, going around for a good, you know, for a good harvest, but you're expecting tomatoes. Yeah. You know, if, if you're planting cucumber seeds. Yeah. It's like, I... It's a real challenge. It's a real challenge. <laughs> it's, it's, it's to become aware yeah. and say, okay, if, if I value these states yeah. and... Out of everything that I want in my life, anyways, any acquisition, any success, anything is to get to a state of happiness and openness and lightness, right? Mm -hmm. You buy what you buy because you believe you're going to, that's what it's going to make you feel. Yep. You're going after what you're going after because on the other side of that, you're going to feel something. Yep. And if I were to ask you what, you what it is that you want, you would say success, achievement, meaning. And if I would ask you, how does that feel inside your body? Mm -hmm. Like in your body, what does happiness feel like? people have over the years have said i, I say show me mm -hmm. they're gonna do like, like yeah. this open or like mm -hmm. light so that's what you want and so if that's what you want then the ingredients that you're putting in need to match the outcome mm -hmm. i cannot put a whole bunch of tight energy and think that's that the outcome the long-term outcome is going to be lightness and and, and openness mm -hmm. and i've just I just live by that as as best as I can. Mm -hmm. Do I get derailed sometimes? For of course, sure. We all do. You know? I, but the beauty of it... The practice is in the, the catching of yourself. The right. practice is in the, the practice of literally going from contraction to lightness. Yeah, exactly. That, that, that is the practice. Thrust, right? yeah. Is that reverse thrust. Yeah. Are black holes there? Yeah. But the black holes that were there 10 years ago are no longer the same ones. Yeah. What would contract me, get under my skin or stress me out 10 years ago, mm -hmm. now it's, it's not the same Yeah, things. you've moved past but, smaller, but, smaller problems into yeah. maybe quote-unquote bigger problems. But other but stuff. they're just just different they're, they're just, just different, different right yeah. and so and that's part of life those yeah. will never go away yeah you know it's not like this kumbaya you're floating on water yeah. there's always going to be this ebb and flow mm -hmm. you know there's always going to be things that are going to test you and, and that's okay so i've got a question for you yeah one of the things so i i've had the the luxury of becoming very self-aware of all of this everything you're you're talking about okay uh Again, not mastered at it, but I'm definitely began practicing it, I would say, powerfully about a year ago, um, maybe just over a year ago. And more and more and more, one of the things that came for me is because I had affected so many people and I had, I had so many like agreements with so many people based on the old version of myself, right? And, and old is relative term, but through, the, through a different lens, yeah. I spent long time and I still feel like I'm still kind of finishing up some of those things turning over every stone to recalibrate 
every single agreement, every single relationship that I have with people to just completely shift into a different energy. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the last bastion, as, as anyone would know, right? If you, you want to know how Zen you are, go spend time with your parents. Last bastion is, is your family. Yeah. Right? Yeah. How important, before the family question, how important do you feel it is to go and, and recalibrate, turn over all the stones? Like, yep. you know what I mean? Like when you've had your transformation, do yep. you feel like you spend a lot of time saying, hey, wait, I've built a lot of momentum in this direction, mm -hmm. headed towards the black hole, let's say, if you yep. want to see it that way. I need it. I can't just like zoom myself out and then and then expect that everyone's going to treat me different and see me differently. Mm -hmm. I have to recognize that on my way out, there's a lot of a lot of doors I need to knock on and a lot of stones I need to turn to kind of shift things. And they weren't like they weren't like problematic. I wasn't like screwing people over or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But it was just but energetically, I was a particular way, mm -hmm. just because. And and I think they're a particular way to me too, yep. right? But that doesn't matter. For me, I, I don't control how they are to me. I could just control how I am to others, right? right? I could control what, what I respond or what I, what, I, what I bring to the table. How, do you, how important is that? And the follow-up question to that is, and how do you discern which stones are like, which, even when you turn a stone, is this now, is this something I want to continue to, to struggle through? Mm -hmm. And what I mean by struggle through is am I willing to continuously hold connection with someone where I'm at a particular state, but they're constantly in this trauma loop? Yep. Yeah. Okay. At what point do you do you just like say, you know what, I I have to dissociate from this trauma loop? Yeah. Right. I think that's a great question, and we've put together th this framework, right? So life is not linear. Yeah. I've tried my best to create a somewhat of a linear framework by where people can kind of do this, some of this work, right? Yeah. And the last um, phase of that is the design part where you take a look at your life, your externals. Mm -hmm. You've done some of the inner work. You've created that space. You're yeah. a work in process, right? You're a work in progress. But now you, 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 you're looking at your life out there and you're realizing there's certain things that support your vision of yeah. becoming this person. Yeah. And there's other things and other people and other stuff projects that you're working on that no longer are in support yeah so i i call that the pruning phase yeah where you kind of go in and lovingly mm, that's a good example you know, you i love in. that you use pruning i've never used that yeah it's just like i mean that's, that. i mean that's all that i see is like it's like okay so now i'm about to prune some things that need to be pruned in my life mm. and i will assess each and every branch that needs to be pruned right and say you know does this relationship have the ability to turn into something different yeah and it's 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 not a judgment it's just you kind of seek you you know you're like you put on these glasses and you know, like you have x-ray vision now because you've done your own work yeah. and you can see what is supportive and what's not or what's borderline you're seeing a different version of the truth you're seeing than the one that you were painting before completely it's like yeah. you're walking into a new you know into a new dimension mm -hmm. and then again, it's all about there's infinite time here playing the game through Costa. Mm -hmm. And my energy is, sorry, not infinite, finite, 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 finite right? Mm -hmm. And I have a finite amount of energy during a day. Mm -hmm. Where will I put my my time and what will, who yeah. and what projects which, or what which, things. What soil is the most fertile, fertile for, my, right? for my now tomato plants? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's nothing personal. Yeah. And you kind of. You, you, you do the best in assessing, right? Mm -hmm. And there's things that you can prune out of your life yeah. that you do. 
and you do that with love yep. and no judgment and how the other parties feel that really belongs to them. As long as I'm being me and you accept me and you want me in your life the way that I am right now, and I can feel that from you, that you're not trying to change me to be the, the old version of me or to have that engage, you know, that type of relationship that, that is very familiar, but you're accepting the way that I'm coming at it, mm -hmm. then cool. We're going we're gonna to play together. You know, right? and but if there's no, you know, if there's no uh, flexibility, you know, like I call those closed clams, right? Mm -hmm. if, so, if if a clam is closed, don't try and pry it open. Mm -hmm. I don't have the energy, and I I don't want to put that energy in there. And if I pry it open, I'm probably going to disappoint it with what's inside. Mm. So it's like leave it alone. Yeah. And the other part to that is I've realized that the life is quite intelligent. What needs to fade will fade. And so I don't go out trying to turn every stone or make yeah. everything better. It's like, I will do my best. Life will take care of the rest. I mean, mm -hmm. does that make sense? Yeah. It's like, you know, just kind of do, do me. Yeah. You know, and if I'm doing me from a right, you know. For, well, the, 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 the right better that you're flowing, the more light that you are, the more impact that that's going to radiate out to others regardless of your previous engagements with them or not, right. whether they were healthy or not, whether they were, they, they needed repair or not. At the end of the day, the easiest way for you to change that yeah. is to start radiating that, that beautiful po positive energy, essentially yeah. that light energy, uh, out from, from that moment on or as much as possible from there on out. And you were going to become, and I totally agree. And you were going to come to the question of the parents or the, you know, the family, Yeah, you know, so Cause I think that that's the ultimate of struggles, is. right? It is. And, and it's it's almost like a phase where you kind of say to yourself, here's where I'm going. Mm -hmm. I'm honoring your journey. Mm -hmm. I, I, can you please honor mine? You might have the, you might not have the awareness to honor mine, yeah. but it just is what it is. And if we're meant to go forward, we're going to go forward. We're talking about, you know, partnerships, mm -hmm. you know, projects, friendships, stuff, right? But then there's the family part. And the, the family, you can't avoid it. Right, or, I, or at least I don't want to avoid it. But here's where I can um, alter my response. Yeah. Here's where I can have empathy. Here's where I can have compassion. Here's yeah. where I get to go down to the root and say, if you if that if you are the way that you are, it's because you're coming through all these mental constructs and your past is playing on your present. And so I, it, it's not a judgment. Mm -hmm. It's like I will I I will limit my time with you, mm -hmm. brother, mm -hmm. but I will not judge you for it. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I will not be aversive to you. I, I, there's, there's a level of empathy and compassion and wisdom. Yeah. But you're, you, you know, the energy there is not the energy that I want. Yeah. I will not myself. I will not uh, allow myself to be affected because I control that. Mm -hmm. If I can limit my time, awesome. Yeah. I will not play the blame game nor the judge game. Mm -hmm. It will be one of those. You know, it's, again, you just be aware of it. Yeah, it's you know, again, it sounds fluffy, but this unconditional acceptance, unconditional love. I honor your journey. I'm on mine, and and that's it. Yeah. You know, and so not trying to change because I went through that, saying, "Oh my God!" Like yeah, because that's the first step of of oh being God, aware. Yeah. Oh, the hey, first step yeah. of awareness is then wanting to change everyone. Oh yeah, I was like, and that's and that was my brutal. journey when it comes to. I learned where money came from, so I wanted to change all money. Yeah. Right? I learned where I learned where the, the the problems were in the world in terms of uh, environmental problems, so I wanted to change the environment. Right. Right. And because I'm powerful at what I can do, I was able to affect lots of things and lots of people in my in my sphere. Mm. But realistically, none of none of that could change until I could change. And I feel like that 
um, that lesson is felt by so many people in so many ways. I'm, I'm personalizing it in my own story just to connect and, and to say, like, I think we all struggle. We all have an edge, yep. right? And I've, in this conversation, defined elements of my edge. What would you say right now is some of the edges that you're butting up against, let's say, right? Because as much as, as, much as we've all done the work, I'm, I'm sure even the Dalai Lama is like, oh, man, there's that one thing that every once in a while just kind of gets me and br brings me a little closer to the black hole. Yeah, I, well, where, would, I think, where would you say that your well, some of the edges are your kryptonite, if you want to call yeah. it that? Well, look, you know, I mean, I just turned fifty okay. uh, a couple of weeks ago. Congratulations! And, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and with that comes the, the blessing and, and, and the privilege to you know to have aging parents, right? So I'm fortunate to have my parents still with me. Yeah. Uh, but the other edge of that is seeing them get old. Yeah. Age, mm -hmm. the illness, mm -hmm. the the you know the seeing my time with them dwindle away wanting to be there for them mm -hmm. wishing that they can do things differently wishing that they can take care of their health more yeah and if they if they saw this then maybe they maybe can change that, and know, they would la they would be here longer and only if they cared enough right you know you personalize that right yeah. I, I i took away the, the a lot of what you're your experience is the personalization of that experience. Like, oh, they're not choosing to change their diet because they don't want to be here longer because maybe they don't love me as much as I would want them to, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, that's a that's a deep rabbit right. hole, obviously, but, you know, I'm, I'm playing the extreme of that. Yeah. But it is it is a, a feeling, I imagine, that, that is part I mean, of... There's a feeling of helplessness there. Mm -hmm. that you can't be there and do everything for them. You know, yeah. it's like there's this there's this helplessness that you know, you know, I think you spoke about that that surrender. Yeah. Gracefully surrendering. That's mm -hmm. a practice. Yeah. I'm learning how to gracefully surrender with the cycle of life of seeing my parents go through what they're going through. Mm -hmm. You know, the illnesses, the pain, the 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 fears, the anxieties and trying to be the best version of me and be light and open and playful as these things are happening. That's my edge right now. You know, um, I'm blessed to be a father of a teenage you know, daughter, mm -hmm. right? And going from a little girl to a young woman is, and it's, is an edge, mm -hmm. right? Okay, well, it happened again. Somehow we <laughs> run out of space on the iPad. Take two, round three. Right, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, yes. so the edge, the edge of, of you know a teenage daughter and imposing your will on on your teenage right. daughter, right? Wanting wanting the best, really caring, you know, and, and seeing all the the little missteps that she can take that if she would avoid them would would prevent her from so much pain, you know. But then holding myself back and saying this is part of you know like it's part of her journey. It's part of her journey, and being able to create that space where I, you know, I'm choosing to gracefully surrender. Mm. Um, it's a practice easier said than done yeah. some challenges easy some not so easy but the equation is still the same right mm -hmm. and um I, I i i recently had a discussion with my daughter where she was saying you know she came up and she said um you know you know it's not that i don't listen she goes i choose what to listen to and you've been planting seeds you know because we came up and she says you know but if you push me to do something or to see something, chances are I'll close my eyes. Yeah, she'll rip the seeds out of the ground. Yeah, she's like, give me the space and chances are I'm listening, dad. Mm -hmm. And that was so, it, was like, it calmed me down because I, I, I realized that the more that I push or the more that I care, it's like, I care for you, yeah. but I care for you. <laughs> you know, that doesn't sound so playful, right? It doesn't sound so caring. It, it's not, it, sounds, it's, it sounds worried. Worried. More, it's more like I worry it's, for you. Exactly. Yeah. And that energy, 
it's not going to bring me anywhere good. Yeah. So I've kind of, so those are the edges right now. It's kind of learning to, to practice yeah. the, the same teachings, the same stuff in things that are really close to home. Yeah. You know, like again, aging parents. See, if, I, if I know, and if I notice those exact trends, like even in my own experience, my mom is a worrier. That's how she displays her version of care. And my father is a, is a provider and he just gives you options opens as many keys here's all the keys yeah. right and and both of those are are powerful they they're 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 massively helpful yeah. they've they've allowed me to understand that i can open any door i want through the keys and that i can find um i can use stress to 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 move through something quickly yeah. or powerfully in certain moments but they're they're unsustainable fuels yeah. There and in opposite directions, ironically, mm. right? One is super feels super positive that that having more choice, more opportunity, more everything feels better, right? More is better. That's that's a fallacy that we that many feel, Huge. and you you were hitting on it earlier. Huge. But also that that worrying somehow yields safety yeah. is another is or another stress. fallacy. Stress, stress, anxiety, fear, blah blah blah. Worrying. Yeah. Is as a better way of survival or a better way of safety. Yeah. Um, also a full fallacy. Full fallacy. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a few clients say I've gotten where I've gotten to because I've stressed. Yeah. And you're just like, no, exactly. You've gotten where you've gotten to because you're stressed. Yeah. If you didn't stress, you would have <laughs> gotten, would've, you might've gotten here anywhere or, or anyway, or further or, or further, or you would have been exactly where you are, but at least feel better about it. Exactly. Right. But it's so addictive. Yeah. It's so familiar that they've kind of, you know, the brain says, oh, these, this state brings results. Yes. But it's because we're used to the contrast. Mm -hmm. We, we actually yeah, and the release, do yeah. not know many ways. We're so physically, I believe, and this is back to the physical mind body connection right yep. you're yes you can alter your 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 mind but if you can alter also the way the things that you consume i recognize that yeah. that that coffee is a drug yeah it's a drug yep. it's not it's a tool that has its function it also has its downside do it over and over and over again abuse it essentially and like anything else yep. abuse eating too many carrots you'll, you'll go blind that's ironic right but the but the irony of all of those things is if you understand the use of the tool and you understand the consequences of the use of those tools, then you can also more impactfully and more intentionally move through life. Mm. And, and that's kind of what I'm hearing as an, as an underlying tone, that if you can be aware, then you can move through intentions and then you can flow rather than constrict or, yeah. or move through intention, exactly. right? Through your intentions. Yeah. And those are, those are two very different things. Many people are successful at moving through intentions. I would say that the president of the United States at this moment, Donald Trump, moves mainly through this. I also believe that in certain moments has also tapped into other things as well, mm -hmm. right? There's, there's, there is beauty in everyone's journey and there is beauty in every single person's uh, path. Um, and there's also destruction in every single journey and path. Yep. Um, interesting. I love that you brought it back to your family because it, those are the the weaknesses and and but also the the beauty those are the the lessons the biggest the the most ripe of of lessons are always found in your in your home your yeah, home yeah, garden yeah, in I, a think, sense. I, I think you kind of mentioned that you know if you want to know where you stand spend some time with your family right yeah. really take, and those are, and those are the challenges mm -hmm. you know the more you care yeah the more you know so again it's like you know it's that edge right you care yeah. you care deeply you know the cousin of care is fear yeah Right now, you now you're fearful of something happening yeah. to some to someone or something that you care about. Yeah, 
and you're, on which edge are you on at? which edge are you at yeah. right and so being able to be aware of that and say if i care about something yeah graceful openness or surrender which which doesn't mean just backing out and letting things happen yeah but it means how am i going to do what i need to do with what energy will i bring to that yeah if it's a tight energy i'm basically not not creating anything yeah but if i bring a light and loving energy and patience and repetition and compassion and openness you know and understanding maybe yeah i will you know have an, a positive impact on that person yeah and they will take 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 the right road or not yeah, yeah. And, but either way but that's but either way you're just controlling what you could control in that right moment. you're right. just showing up the way you I'm you've gonna... learned to show up for you and for others right. and it's work for some and it sometimes it doesn't work for others and sometimes it's a it's a time release right like not every seed you plant it sprouts right away exactly. they're not all microgreens sometimes they're fruit trees yeah. right like it, it's just the the truth yep. of, of of the situation like yep. different things different lessons take longer to learn right different different seeds take longer to grow yeah. um i really appreciate the energy that you bring i really appreciate the the wisdom that you've shared with so many here uh is there any last words anything else you'd want to share um maybe something that we we, were, we touched upon but you feel like somebody who's listening to this right now um might be impacted in hearing ah, I, I think we kind of covered quite a bit i, I you know um I, if I were to say one thing, right, mm -hmm. you're, again, that really keeps me aligned. Yep. My time here is finite. Yeah. Do I want to, you know, war it out? Do I want it to be a battle or a struggle on things that I don't have to battle and struggle mm -hmm. with? And so it's, it's just like, you know, have fun, you know, play. And there will be times where you have to stand up and do what you need to do. Sure. But even that energy is if it's a grounded one, you'll get more done, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, it's, I mean, that's, I mean, that's basically, it's what you put in is what you're going to get out. Your life is a reflection of, of what you're bringing to the table. Choose lightness, choose openness. And on the other side of that, I mean, if there's a promise that I can make, you know, is with my own experience, you know, is you will be amazed of what life will serve up if you live your life that way. Mm -hmm. You know, it just becomes so much sweeter life is so much more enjoyable mm -hmm. um, so i agree yeah thank you so much for your wisdom you know what to do you've seen this if you got all the way here you know it was valuable and therefore you can hit thumbs up you can leave comments you can subscribe you can go check out upliftedlife.com awesome. uh, all the links are down in the description again you know where they are see you in the next episode